Hello and welcome to episode 85 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. We are the Screenplay Writers. Hello there, welcome to episode 85 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast, the only podcast by, for, and about screenplay writers and screenplays. We're your hosts, I'm Ryan. Hey, I'm Nathan. And it's great to be here for another episode, uh, number 85. This isn't a, a big one, uh, in fact, that we have been getting lots of private DMs, private messages about for some time. We've been planning this one for quite a while, haven't we, Nathan? Yes, it's it's been on our list forever, and yeah. we've each brought our notes to kind of just discuss mm-hmm. and, and talk about exactly what, well, I don't know if we want to get to it just yet, but exactly what yeah. exactly the topic is. Absolutely, and covering all the bullet points on our lists. Um, it's, of course, CGI, CGI, yeah. which is um, computer graphic information. Uh, or, or as we say, imagination, because that's what CGI helps to unleash in your writing. Some people exactly. are afraid of it. Yeah, some people are afraid of it because it's so wide open, open ended, almost infinite in opportunities. But um, for some screenwriters, screenplay writers, such us included, um, it's really uh, an opportunity. Is how we view it. Yeah, you should always look at these things as an opportunity versus, like, a hindrance. Exactly. And that's what we do with CGI. It's when we're thinking about a screenplay ideas, when we're, whether we're whiteboarding, blackboarding, greenboarding, brainstorming, or crafting, scripting, or outlining, we don't limit ourselves to the physical world. And that's what CGI enables us to really go beyond and think about really anything you can even think of and beyond. If we did limit ourselves to the physical world, I don't know what would happen. I'm sure we would never sell a script. We would never No. We would never top the charts, etc. So Yes, exactly. I think it would be too limiting. And we don't like that box. We don't like being put in that box. Restraints are nothing but shackles. Yeah, shackles, shackles, creative shackles, we call them. Exactly. And they're dangerous, like you just said. Um, So we don't want to do that. No, it's just pure danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So CGI... one of the examples of when we've used this recently in one of our screenplays is with Jim Rats. Jim yes. Rats. That is an example of a screenplay concept that never would have arisen without the capacity for CGI, obviously. No, and because the thing is, is that what are you gonna have? You're gonna teach real rats to like learn how to work out and talk to each other. It's like yeah, exactly. Although that was where we started. Well, that's know. exactly what we started with. And yeah. That, that was our plan. We kind of got a few months deep into yeah. that. And some of them were really good. And they, they learned English and they were able to work out and, and 
So that was good. It was just the scheduling yeah. didn't really Scheduling was click. tough. We, we called around to seven of the top uh, animal researchers' labs in North America and just just to interview them about the, you know, what are rats capable of? How much muscle can they pack on in a short amount of time? Because we've seen Michael B. Jordan do it in uh, the Rocky movies, the Creed movies now. Oh, yeah. So we were thinking, what could these rats do? Could they pack it on like a like a Michael B. Jordan, like a Thor? Um, and it just wasn't quite enough to meet our schedule. So we had to go in another direction. And that other direction was, of course, CGI. Yes. So ultimately, the CGI kind of saved our, saved our butts in a way. It did. Absolutely. That that screenplay wouldn't have been we wouldn't have gotten to draft three, which is where we're at right now without uh, CGI uh, being built yeah. into it. Um, so that's pretty exciting. Completely. What people don't realize is that not every screenplay needs CGI at the same time. Uh you don't want to overdo it. Exactly. It's like uh, it's like uh, you know sugar in your quick pickles. You don't want them too sweet. You want them p- vinegary. Um, that's what that's what the whole idea is around quick pickles. Uh, if they're too sweet, then it becomes more of a sweet treat, and that's really not what you want. Exactly. So let's do script surgery. Scalpel. Dialogue. Today on Script Surgery, what are we going to talk about, Nathan? Um, script Surgery is where we look at an existing screenplay, take it apart, build it up from the ground up, make it better, etc. Today we're going to be looking at Alita Battle Angel. <clears throat> That's right. Kind of a huge CGI film. Big one. Big CGI film. And what this one is known for is CGI eyes. CGI eyes. The eyes of the main character are huge. Yes. And that's, of course, CGI. Um, those aren't natural eyes. They're too big. Um, no one has eyes that, that size. Yeah, that we know of, that we've, that that we we've encountered. No, no, exactly. They enhanced her eyes to more closely match the 1990s Japanese manga series Gum, which is the source material, of course for this film uh yeah directed or not directed by but produced or and written by james cameron who's done exactly. some of our favorite films yeah avatar mm-hmm. abyss alita battle angel all three starting yeah, all with three. a all three starting with a consistent pattern in his work and i think it's because he <laughs> probably wants to get a good grade like an a He's, he's big into grades. He is because I think it's a bit of, um, what's that called, where you sort of regret your student days and you want to kind of re redo his student days almost and get better grades. And also, Nathan, in my theory, is that it's so that he can be alphabetically uh, high up on any alphabetical list. Exactly. A lot of people, studies have shown, just say something like, let's go see a movie tonight. 
And, the yeah, and then let's just pick the first one. Pick the first one. Exactly. No one knows what to pick. So it's like, I bet the chances of picking just the first one on the list are surprisingly high. I bet that's millions of dollars worth of, of tickets each year. Oh, that's exactly the reason why Avatar was so successful, was a lot of people arriving at the theater without a clue with which movie they wanted to see and then mm -hmm. simply asking the uh, the usher, I don't even mm -hmm. know, the person mm -hmm. at the ticket booth, simply asking what was the first movie and by t alphabetical title, not by showing time. And, you know, I would say that's at least, a that was at least a billion of... Absolutely, of avatars, gross. Yeah, of their hall. Absolutely. I mean, that's part of the reason why half of the mayors uh, of cities are elected today is the ones that appear higher up in the list. And that's why. Ballot. And that's why you get so many politicians that are changing their name to Ardvark. Yeah, Ardvark Adams. Because it has two A's, and that's the best. Yeah. Unless you yeah. use special character. Exactly, exactly. Sort of like, sort of like um, when you connect your phone to a car, and the first song that plays is "A Punk" by Vampire <laughs> Weekend. Yes, exactly. That exact thing <laughs> happens to me. It's incredible how many times I've heard that song, just because it starts playing. And it's a great song. It's a good song. So it's good that that happens. Actually. Yeah, that's good. That's exactly what you're saying. So, I mean, we weren't even going to get into advice here, but I would say definitely uh, just make your titles alphabetically first. Absolutely. And I think the next trend is obviously going to be people using numbers in their name. Yes, that's probably going to happen in Number the movie. 2020s. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know... If I were to name a kid tomorrow, I'd probably name them uh, Ardvark0001. I would change my last name to 0001. As we all should. Yeah. I mean, and now if everyone did it, then we'd all be equal on an alphabetical list. So I, I'm guessing not too, too many people will do that. But Some people need to be two or three. Or yeah, some twos and threes out there for sure. Some people just might not think of 0001. And they might just go, oh, I'll, I'll go zero five. One. Yeah, zero one. And that screws up the whole system. I think we all need to buy into the five digits. Yeah. If we do that, then we'll be fine. Now, we haven't actually talked about one of the big issues that uh, we've been working on right now, Nathan, which is the screenplay writing software we're developing. Yeah. Let's dive into that. So let's talk, what was the origin of, uh, of us developing the screenplay writing software app? Well, it's just that we've noticed some you know, major issues within the uh, software development front of screenplay writing. Yeah, the space. The space, the really. And space. So we have just, we wanted to... Uh, potentially take a stab at and we're just in the intro phases of of doing this but actually creating our own screenplay writing software to rival final draft to rival microsoft word google docs which is our mm -hmm. current favorite mm -hmm, our favorite um and 
we really feel like we have some ideas and strategies that could find an, an amazing space in the market. Absolutely. We, we talked about this on episode 14, which was about twists and software, both. We talked about our favorite screenplay writing software, and Google Drive obviously won out. Now, what we have discovered, and what we always knew, really, was that there are a few limitations on Google Google Docs, Google Drive. Yeah. Um, and that's what we set out to overcome with the, the app we decided to develop. The challenge, of course, is neither of us have any computer knowledge or programming whatsoever or design. No. So we... We have to learn those from the ground up. Um, but that's it. It's that's relatively easy. Yeah. Once you have an idea, the hard part is the, the idea. Is the, idea. The, idea. the idea is the hardest part, easily. If you, you you know you can't program a a bad idea into a good one, but you can sure wreck it, a good one without without programming. Although it's hard, because if your day is super strong, it's just going to be strong. Even bad programming will still be a strong idea. Everyone knows that. Exactly. See, really, you can't lose with a good idea. No, no. So we, so we've already won, no matter what happens. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. We've already, we're already victorious uh, in that way. So that's good. Now it's just bonus, really. It, yeah, it's really just the icing on the cake. Yeah, for us. yeah, just to actually execute it. So we're gonna give it a shot. Uh, we both started reading a textbooks on computer programming in the Swift programming language, which is what you use to develop apps for the iPhone. Um, and so I'm on page one right now, and it is it is interesting. I've already learned how to program Hello World in Swift, so oh, awesome. that's a good start. I haven't started the book yet, but yeah. I'll probably get to it this week if I don't, if I feel like it. Yeah, you have quite a few shifts at uh, Steam Engine Coffee this week. Yeah, I have three shifts this week, so I don't really right. have time. They're long ones, though. They're 24-hour shifts, just in case anyone's wondering. Yes. 24 on, 36 off. It's a bad schedule. It's probably illegal, but it's a tough schedule because you, you get very tired after twenty-four yeah. hours of work. Yeah, they really should. They really should not run their business. But who am I to say? Yeah, I mean, if we were in control of our own cafe, which would be awesome, um, we'd do it a bit differently. Um, but of course, for us, we love roasting beans and serving up coffee so much that. Um, it doesn't really feel like work when we're there. It feels like play. And that's something yeah. that you want to look for in a job always, which is what coffee and screenplay writing is to us. It's work, but it doesn't feel like work. It feels like we're playing play. games, sports, or <laughs> adventure games, or whatever games you like. I'm a sports games guy. I'm big into adventure games. Text-based adventure games. Nathan loves text-based adventure games. So... They're fun too. I mean, the key is do something you love. Amen. Amen. So we'll continue to, I guess, chat through this uh, this app creating effort. Uh, we're hoping to have a prototype in three or four weeks. Yeah. So assuming we can get through 
couple chapters of the, the book in the next couple weeks. We should have something probably up on the App Store within a month, maybe five, let's, you know, five weeks. Let's give ourselves a little bit of leeway. Um, but uh, yeah, we're probably going to charge what we're thinking 20 bucks, 20 bucks a pop. 20 bucks a screenplay. Yeah. Written. 20 bucks a screenplay written. So were we thinking, we're kind of chatting through these ideas as we go here, as you can hear, listener, but... This will be great to be documented like this. Yeah, yeah, it's it's part of the, you know, startup process for an app. It's how does it come together. So were we thinking of launching the screenplay software with screenplays on there that people can use and, and just... Tweak. Use the, yeah, tweak and then send out for their own, and we get 25% of the, any royalties on those. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to pre-program with about 10 screenplays on there. I mean, over the past almost two years now, we're on episode 85. We've we've thrown out 80, probably 80 different screenplay ideas in Logline Cage Match that, that we've been working on. We could, and then we've got 40 or 50 written up each screenplays that we've written. So, you know, some of those, you know, we might not even have tried to sell. So we might just load them right up on the on the app, let people, you know, call them skeleton screenplays. You can take it, ad- rewrite it, change a word or two here and there, slap your name on it. There you go. You can you can exactly. have it. But we get a cut. Works perfectly. Yeah. Well, that's great. Let's do logline cage match. Logline Cage Match is where we pitch each other ideas in a no-hold-barred feedback session, simulating what it would be like to give uh, to pitch for real. That's right. So I'm going to pitch one today in Logline Cage Match. Um, it's called the Startup Team. A software company of diverse and supportive individuals works together seamlessly and harmoniously to create an app that takes the industry by storm, getting 10,000 downloads in the first week. A year later, the company goes public. All owners sell their stock and make a ton of money. Wow, I love it. That's actually very awesome. Yeah, it's going to be a pretty inspiring one, I think, for a lot of people. Um, don't know where it came from, that idea. It just popped in the mind in the past week. Um, but I think it could be really interesting, you know, just to see the inner workings of a, a supportive and harmonious team who put together, work together to create a really cool piece of software that people really enjoy. Yeah, I actually would love to see where this one goes for multiple reasons. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we might even learn something along the way as we're writing it and researching it. Exactly, yeah. and hopefully everything goes exactly according to plan. Yeah, I'm sure it will. Right on. Well, that just about does it for this episode of the Screenplay Writers Podcast, number 85 on CGI. And hope you really enjoyed it. Nathan, it's been great talking to you again. Absolutely. As always, we will see you soon. Keep your dialogue snappy. Always keep writing.